Hello and welcome to Anna with Two N's English podcast with me, Anna Connolly, where I talk about lots of different things in English. I'm an English teacher, I'm from the UK and I live in Madrid. If you want to subscribe to my podcast, I would love you to and you can on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iVox and others. And if you want to check out more of my free content, you can find me on Instagram at Anna2NsEnglish. But before we get started with today's episode, let's have some nice samba music, please. today's episode, we're going to do a bit of a continuation of last week's fabulous episode, if I say so myself, on interviews with the interview specialist, Nigel. If you haven't listened to that episode, I strongly recommend that you go back and listen to it so that you can get the most out of this episode. Um, But I was really thinking, wow, there's a lot of different vocabulary and things that came up in that podcast. And I thought, well, let's just review that for a second. I'm going to pick out some of the things that I kind of noticed after listening to that, because I've listened to it a lot, actually. Um, Because I wanted to hear the kind of things that we were saying. So I've picked out a few things, important things I wanted to um, highlight to you today so that you can go away and you can perhaps use these and... um, just to kind of I've, I've looked at things that were very common things that we did quite a lot and also things that might be useful for you when you are at work etc um or in your lives whatever really good feedback about the episode last week as well so um a lot of you saying that it was give you a lot of confidence and um you know made you see things from a different perspective which is really what I was aiming for with that episode um, even for me, it was really, really useful for me to to actually speak to somebody who's an expert in that field and, you know, kind of get some of that really wonderful advice. So again, thank you to Nigel for doing that. So I'm going to start with the first one, which was if you notice when I was speaking in the episode and I was having a discussion with Nigel, whenever I wanted to return or Nigel as well, whenever we wanted to return to a point uh, or divert back to an original thing, we said, Okay, um coming back to coming back to what you were saying about XYZ. Coming back to what you were saying about that or um okay, Anna, going back to going back to that point that you made earlier. So this is a really nice little way that you can introduce to return back to a point that you want to talk about. Imagine that you're in a discussion, you're in a meeting, and maybe it's more of that kind of conversational format, and you want to return to a point that somebody's mentioned before. This is a beautiful, natural way to do that. Um, Anna, coming back to something you said earlier, I just want to ask you a little bit more about that, or going back to something that you said, etc. So I noticed that we use that quite a lot during the episode. So when you want to return to a point that's been discussed already, that's something that you can use. Um, Another thing that I noticed that we used a lot of, and I really didn't even know that we used this a lot, was kinda, kinda. So we use kinda or kind of all the time, actually. And I've never really even thought about this before. But if you go back and you listen to the episode, or maybe you did notice it the first time as well, I'm like, I I say something and I say, you know, well, it's kind of, the students get kind of stressed out, for example, 
or a lot of people tell me that they get kind of stressed when they do interviews or for example I think that's where I'm kind of coming from I think that's where I'm kind of coming from I think that's where I'm kind of coming from another thing I said was um tell us something you've learned or a kind of formula like that so it's a super quick sound kinder kinder kind of so what even is kind of or kinder when we're speaking and honestly it was like never even really occurred to me before which is why it was even more interesting so kinder and kinder kind of and you'll actually hear us uh, saying it slightly differently I'm guessing it's going to be depending on what the word is next after when we say it but we kind of say it differently sometimes it sounds more like a kinder sometimes it sounds like a kind of they mean exactly the same thing. Kind is very short, very informal, um, not necessarily a correct way of saying kind of. That's an important thing to mention. Kinder is a spoken word, okay? K-I-N-D-A, no gaps. It, it's spoken, it's not written unless you were writing very informally, for example, on WhatsApp. Kind of is actually something that people would write, but I'd still say it's pretty informal. It's basically a way to soften something, weaken something or reduce what is being said. Um, and actually, we, we use it a lot, even though we're not necessarily trying to reduce what's being said, but we're trying to kind of make it a little bit softer. That's what I'm kind of saying. That's where I'm kind of kind of coming from. That's the kind of scary part. So in Spanish, that would be something like un poco, algo. It's kind of you got to kind of prepare your answers. Students kind of stress out. They might be kind of tricked into thinking. I kind of reflected on that. I kind of reflected on that. Yeah, that's so quick. I kind of reflected on that. Meaning, you know, I, I, I kind of reflected on it. I, I, I did reflect on it. Okay, kind of. Okay, it's actually a really freaking weird thing. And I never really even thought about it before. Here's some more examples. It's kind of red. It's kind of red. It's not exactly red, but it's more red than I than I thought. He's kind of upset. He's kind of upset. He's not really upset. And it's a little bit softer than saying he's upset, for example. It's like he's only a little upset. It's kind of hot today. It's kind of hot today. It's not really hot, but a little bit hot, hotter than expected. I guess you could also say it's quite hot if we were using it there with that with that adjective hot. So it's really weird. We can also use kind of in another way, meaning a class or a type of something. For example, this pen, this, this pen is a type of pen. That was a terrible example, but uh, this HP um, is a type of laptop, for example. So we can also use it in that way. But this is meaning as like a when we use it with adjectives or or nouns also it's like we're softening it un poco algo it's kind of where i'm coming from it's kind of scary uh, you kind of have to prepare your answers and i noticed that me and nigel used that a lot when we were speaking so i thought i'd just mention that a little bit there um maybe some of you are hearing that and you're like wow i don't understand what that means kind of kind of Okay, it's a way to soften something. I'm going to go with soften rather than weaken, but it does kind of just, I guess maybe it comes from this British politeness probably um, of like not being direct. So it's like another way to be less direct. Okay, kinder, kind of. Um, a couple of phrasal verbs just to finish up that were really useful that came up in there. 
Um, get across. We've done that one before. We've studied that one. Get across. Um, it's really important. Uh, you think about the messages you want to get across in an interview. Expresar, hacer entender. It's very important to get across those types of messages. If you haven't, go back and listen to my episode on four phrasal verbs with a cross. You'll find it in my catalog. Um, another one, or catalog, I say episode. <laughs> I don't know why I say catalog, but there you go. It sounds very American. My catalog. <laughs> Another phrasal verb that he used, um, uh, which was very nice when he was talking about things that you can do, he said, if you have a number of questions, you can have them just underneath your screen when you're doing an interview and you can glance down at them. Glance down. To glance is to have a very quick look, quite quick, short look. Uh, Glance is the verb and down gives us the direction. Glance down towards your notes. Have a look. If there's a particular word that you're struggling with, Spanish, mirar, echar un vistazo, glance. I'm just going to glance down, okay, look at my answers, and when I'm in the interview, that will help me. Another phrasal verb that I loved that we used was to go about something. Let me give you the sentence that Nigel said in the episode. He said, so if they're asking for leadership, then think about how you've shown leadership. If they're asking for change management, think of examples where you've actually engaged in a process of change, how you went about that, and what results came from it. So to go about something, this is one of the phrasal verbs. I don't really hear a lot of people use this one. So I thought, hmm, this is a good one to teach. To go about something is to approach something, to tackle a task, to begin to do something or deal with something. It's basically another way to say do, okay, or deal with, for example. Here are some sentences. What's the best way of going about this? I.e., what's the best way of doing this? How can we go about solving this problem? How can we solve this problem? Okay, so it's basically another way to say the same thing, but it's pretty common. Remember, we're having that ing form after because it's a preposition. We went about it the wrong way. We went about this project the wrong way. We did this project the wrong way, or we didn't do it in the correct way. You know, the way that should have been it should have been done. To go about something, I thought, oof, I love that one. I really liked it. The only other thing I want to bring up now. Is If you notice sometimes when I said etc. Now this is a common mistake that some students make. They say ETC. Whenever we say etc. ETC as it's written. But when we say it, we say etc. We say the whole word. We don't say ETC. We say etc. And you'll notice in the podcast episode, I use that. I say, tell us about what you think and blah, 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 etc. Etc. Not ETC. And we also say IE. I.e. meaning example. And that's interesting because in that case we use I.E. We use the initials, the the individual characters. So that's a little bit different. I.E. means example, if you didn't know that one. So there you go. There's a little bit of a review of some of the vocabulary, some of the things that came up in that episode that I thought would be useful to spend a little bit of time on. Again, if you haven't listened, you have to go back and listen to me saying again, go back to listen to it, return to the episode. It's not just about going back to a specific point. We can also return to a a specific location, to a specific thing. Go back to my um, episodes, have a look at the one before this one and give it 
a listen. It's a really fantastic chance to listen to two native speakers of English from England, okay? Nigel actually is from, not directly from my neck of the woods, which means where I'm from. Uh, my neck of the woods means uh, he's not really where exactly from where I'm from, but he is from England, a slightly different part of England. But we do sound slightly similar. His accent reminds me of other people, um, of my friends, of my family. However, as we have established my accent um, in a few episodes ago, my accent is quite different now after living in Spain for nearly four years, actually, which I realized yesterday, which is kind of scary. Kind of scary. Did you hear that? Kind of scary. I'm obsessed with it. It's like once you see one word, it's like you see it everywhere. Isn't isn't that true? It's like once you notice something, it's like you see it everywhere. And this is what's happening to me with kind of, kind of. I was like, I never noticed this before. And now it's like appearing everywhere in my life. So there you go. I hope that was a little bit useful, a little bit of a digest, a little bit of a review of some of the vocabulary that's come up. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram uh, where you can find more of my English content to help you improve your English, especially at work, in the workplace. You can find me on Instagram at Anna2EndsEnglish. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you very soon for another episode. Bye-bye.